Hey there, it's Charles. I uh, just wanted to check in with you before the session today and let you know that on today's episode, we have a fellow traveler joining us. This is the first of hopefully many guest episodes, and today we're joined by Donna Jones. Donna is a senior leadership executive with nearly 20 years of experience in the healthcare industry. As a registered nurse and community health leader, Donna's desire to share her knowledge with others prompted her to begin Revolution Health Style, which is a 360-degree approach to wellness and healthcare. And through plant-based and holistic strategies, Donna coaches clients to create stress-free, health-filled lifestyles. With the help of yoga and meditation, Donna's clients become more present while they gain clarity wherever they happen to be in their busy lives. And you can connect with Donna on Instagram at IamDonnaJones or visit her website at revolutionhealthstyle.com. And now let's shift into the experience for today. Hello, welcome to another What Is Now experience. I'm Charles Freely, and I'm here with my good friend, Saket Brisby. If we had to be categorized, we're both investigators of consciousness with training backgrounds and professional experience in the world of psychological and spiritual healing. Each of these sessions is an adventure of the present moment. Saket and I begin each session by sitting in silence for one minute and then simply see what arises now. We have no plan, no prepared material or concepts to cover, but are placing our trust in the wisdom of this right now experience. This is an expression of our shared philosophy of healing. If we can only let go of our desire for the present moment to be a certain way other than it is, then we can find the unexpected answers of what is actually now. So, if you will join us, we will begin with one minute of silence, and you can use this minute in whatever way you like, with your eyes closed, sitting, eyes open, standing, or walking, or driving in your car. We only ask that you return to what is actually happening right now in this moment, to reset the momentum of the day, and open up to just this. After this minute, Sakab and I will explore whatever arises between us. We identify themes of our exploration as we go, and then Sakib finishes with a short guided meditation based on the themes that arise in the session. And now let's enter one minute of silence together as we explore what is now really. And you'll hear a bell to start and end this one minute of your day.
So Donna, how was that experience for you? It felt really good. Mm -hmm. um, usually when I meditate, I am seated on a floor, maybe on a pillow. And this time I'm seated on a couch with my feet flat on the floor. Mm -hmm. And I know this is a very common way to meditate. And I offer that to others because you don't have to be seated cross-legged on the floor. Mm -hmm. um, but to experience myself um, new, different, but definitely enjoyable. Yeah, so. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. It just made me think of, um, so my daily quote unquote meditation practice is like, I don't know if intense is the right word, but it's like, uh, so I could just share, I, it's like, I have this little space. It's actually through the back of our laundry room and it's just like kind of dark area. I like keep having it very kind of minimal and there's nothing there. And I have my, my mat and my cushion and I sit kneeling which it used to be a very, uh, a very painful posture, but I've mm -hmm. like gotten into a stance where it feels really stable, but it is also, it's very, there's a, there's quite a formal kind of character to it, uh, mm -hmm. which is great because I think it helps me feel like very stable and reliant only on myself. And there's something mm -hmm. beautiful about that. But then I, uh, what you just said about, just sitting in a chair is uh, sometimes like if I don't have time or sometimes randomly I'll just decide to meditate if I'm on the couch or something and I'd cross my legs up and I have cushions around me and there's a back support and that has its own like really kind of special quality to it and I feel maybe even more sort of uh, cared for in mm. in in those times and there's almost a way that I, I sometimes drop deeper into like nothing or mm. uh, I don't know you just reminded me of of the value of sometimes letting go of of the mm -hmm. whether or not you intended it this way letting go of the importance of my particular way of doing things and just being like today I'm actually not going to do that and I'm going to go sit over here on in the couch with a blanket and um, yeah but just made me think of that Hmm. Yeah, no, I think you're exactly right, because I, I can speak for myself, I sometimes am rigid, and I, I like things a certain way, and it doesn't always have to be that way, and you still get the benefit of whatever it is, in this case, it being the meditation, just closing your eyes and just breathing, um, and I like how you said, in, in terms of feeling special because mm -hmm. I do, I have a back support and it's nice and cushiony <laughs> and uh, the surface that I'm sitting on the couch is very comfortable. And uh, I'm like, Oh, I, I like this. And I have closed my eyes throughout the day, wherever I am, but I haven't necessarily set a timer, right? It's usually I set mm -hmm. my timer when I am seated on the floor cross legged. So, um, a very uh, it's it was a good experience hmm. yeah i think for me it's uh, mm -hmm. sometimes if i become too comfortable with the position you, you know if it is a couch so i would get into that sleepy mode mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. if my body is too stiff and i'm trying to uh, you know sit in a 
lotus position then it will become so difficult that i will not be able to concentrate on the meditation mm-hmm. so uh, it's like i tr- I, w- i would try to have all those positions but there is that balance point for me which is not too comfortable mm-hmm. and not too stiff yes. <laughs> which mm-hmm. works for me yes mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> what well, what was the or was there anything that you noticed in particular about the two minutes or one minute and i remember that the audience generally is doing one minute with us but sometimes we'll do two minutes here um anything you noticed in particular sakab uh there was something in my background happening so it was a fly trying to get out of the window hmm. and I, i could listen to that and uh, then i realized there is another opening in my room through which you know it can go out but it's not able to see that and there were then there were thoughts in my mind regarding you know and i was getting this thought during that uh, those uh, those two minutes and one minute for the audience that you know maybe our life is like that that we there is some way out there is some way through which we can get through and you know uh, bring that joy into our life but maybe we are not able to see it it's like that closed window that we are hitting again and again but there is an open window that we don't see <laughs> so <laughs> getting these insights during yeah. i love that it it's it makes me think of even the like the essence of what we're trying to do here which is to go into something in a really open way and i think when when you have that openness to to whatever's happening for you you can see like life lessons these like massive things in anything mm-hmm. and if if you're open to this like the fly that's going up against the window and you're you're not currently in the state of like i'm searching for something or trying to do something then you can be hit by this like wow that's kind of like me or that's kind of like what we're doing in life just like constantly butting up against this window when there there is an opening over there but i just can't quite see it mm-hmm. yeah that's true mm-hmm. Have you ever encountered such a, a situation in your life, Donna, <laughs> when you were trying to get out of the window? Oh, absolutely. I, that you sharing that about the fly really resonated with me because this entire week, mm-hmm. um, I've had um, an opportunity to step away from my day to day. So I live in New York. I'm currently in Illinois, and uh, just being away from you know my day to day routine. I've been attending a virtual conference and spending time with friends and so and I've had a lot of quiet time. And in that quiet time, yes, I thought a lot about the good and everything that I'm grateful for um and just truly how blessed I am. On the other hand, I've thought, "Hand, there's so many roadblocks that I have come upon. Uh people not responding, people mm-hmm. saying that they will reach out but they don't." um people not honoring their word and so i am trying not to allow that to discourage me right from continuing um to really live in my purpose right so when you talk about being open you just have to be open to the possibilities even though uh, again for me i've thought well i thought this was the right thing well maybe it wasn't the right thing either for that other person or maybe even for me um so and maybe i don't need to get out of that door right <laughs> right then and there maybe i need to sit in that space before finding uh either the exit or the entrance somewhere else so hmm. yeah. 
no that's wonderful you know this idea of mm-hmm. even why try to get out maybe stay in the room <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, yeah i, I totally mm-hmm. like that what about mm-hmm. you guys have you experienced uh, any such situation lately which you can you know relate to this hmm. well, i was just thinking that was a cool shift too to add that extra mm-hmm. piece of the fly also can stay in the room uh, mm-hmm. that there's there's maybe finding another way out but there's also maybe finding um it's actually out you'll be there and you'll ultimately be the same thing uh but then it comes back to like it's making me think of the internal mindset and that's what is important it's, it reminds me of um you ever heard of this it's there's a visual of uh a, an iron bull and a mosquito hmm Never heard of that before. No. I think I came came across it reading Alan Watts, who's one of my like favorite uh, people. He's mm-hmm. just so many like metaphors and visuals that really speak to me. And and nice. I'll, I'll read something. And I'm like, oh yeah, I know that feeling, but I've never been able to sure. put it into words before. And maybe it's because you can't put it into conceptual words or intellectual words, but when you put it into some metaphorical mm-hmm. way of speaking or a vision, you're like, oh yeah, that's it. Um, but this one in particular was. the idea of there being this big metal bull and a mosquito that is attempting to to eat from the bull because that's like what the mosquito uses for life source the blood and that so many of us or like all of us in life are in some way this mosquito that is continually trying to suck blood from from a, a metal bull uh and that quote unquote enlightenment or something like that is the awareness of oh this is an impossible task that i'm attempting to engage in and then mm-hmm. inevitably when you see that this bowl is made of metal you, it just doesn't even make sense to try anymore and mm-hmm. then maybe you'll fly around to the other side or you'll find a mm-hmm. life source mm-hmm. somewhere else but I, i love that visual and it was making me think of that mm-hmm. but I, for me i'm just thinking i don't know how relevant it is but i i'm writing a book currently mm. Nice. and uh, and i have been f- for a while it's been several years in the works sort of project and i know deep down it's like the most important project for me to do uh but at the same time it i guess it's a couple things it's insecure like i don't really know what it's going to turn out like I, i don't know if there is even anything like of value to share there i don't know what tangibly it's going to mean like i don't know why to make this book like it's i don't have the idea that it's going to provide me a lot of money i don't have the idea that it's going to become like famous or anything like that maybe there are those parts of my ego that think about those things but it's it's really just like the the creation of this thing there f- feels like there's something inside and that's the best most pure channel to have it expressed and but at the same time because there is no like tangible feedback for it i find myself mm-hmm. focusing on all the other things that are much more immediate and that bring immediate like feedback and provide income and and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and so like i'll find pockets of time to work on it and when i can get into a flow of doing it it feels so good and alive and i'm like oh yeah i remember this is this is awesome and this will is such a cool project but it's hard to stay in that zone because i keep coming back to like the demands of the week and i notice mm-hmm. you know well i have a bunch of student debt so i have to like 
pay attention to to paying for that and like focusing on all the stuff that is more tangible and immediate but I at the same time I know like I'm thinking of me like butting up against the window in some way by you know continuing to put that to the side and there's a part of me that totally knows that it will it's going to feel so freeing and liberating to like fly over there and just like dedicate more of my energy to it but I continue to do that and um, I continue to see it as something that I like, maybe I'm getting closer to, maybe it's in the future, but I don't really know. Uh, but it's, it feels nice for me to talk with you both about it right now. Cause I haven't quite articulated it in, in this way before. And, mm-hmm. and maybe this is a way of me kind of looking and seeing more of the metal bowl that I'm like trying to suck blood from and mm-hmm. remind me to like, to kind of continually rededicate myself to this project that's really like I feel essential to me as a human. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow, thank you so much for sharing that. It, it, can I ask a question about that in terms of your why? Like if you you said this has been a few years in the making, um, so do you recall what really prompted you, like what really inspired you to say, this is a project that I want to, to take on and accomplish? Hmm. Yeah, uh, thanks for asking that too. It's, mm-hmm. It makes me excited. Um, and it's even like the start of the book. So I've written like the first, it might be a section or a chapter, but the start of the book is sort of about that. And so I, I've shared with Saka before, I'm, I'm not sure if I shared with you on our call, but every year for the past like five or six years of my life, I've been going to this uh, Zen monastery for a couple weeks at a time. And not because I identify as Buddhist because I don't uh, or anything like that. It's just this, it's become this really special part of my life that is so removed from anything that I do on a daily basis. And it's like this whole other world and they're just totally dedicated to the practice of meditation and just like, you know, eight hours a day of just meditating and even the meals and the work, it's all just this like meditative practice. And on one occasion there, I, and so we talked about sitting in pain and there I'll be sitting in a ton of pain sometimes because you're sitting for hours at a time. And um, I like to kind of challenge myself to sit without support in that situation. But I remember there was one that felt like so incredibly painful and I just, I, I just kept with it. I kept coming back to the breath and something shifted where like my awareness of pain, it was, I no longer had any resistance to it. It just all kind of turned into these sensations that were like buzzing around and there was no positive or negative and something shifted there. And I, and then I was just like hit with just upwelling of creative ideas. And it was just like all of these First of all, it was like thoughts about all the people in my life and like how uh, grateful I am for, for all the people in my life. And then it was like just these combination of thoughts and things that I've learned just sort of naturally coming together in, in this really cool way. And that seemed so obvious to me. And one of those things was this, the book, the, like the, the title of the book, just I felt like it was spoken to me. And like it, it's The Will to Do Nothing was the, the title, which also kind of was... Um, exemplified in the situation that I was in because I, I let go of resistance to this pain. And then through that, through that will to stop resisting to just like all this rush of kind of amazing stuff came up to the surface. 
And then even like all the sections just like came into my mind, like there were eight sections, like, oh yeah, it's exactly that. And, and I had never really thought of writing a book up until that point. Uh, but in that moment, it was just, it was like, it was given to me. And then it, it feels very essential to create, to, to turn that into something that's tangible that I can hold and be like, yeah, like that thing that was born in that moment. And then this is like another form of uh, birth to like have it as something that I can see and maybe share with other people. Um, but yeah, what, what's, what do you think about that? Or what's that like when you hear me share about it? My thought is surrender, right? So you in that moment, it sounded as if you said, okay, I'm going to stop resisting the feeling of being uncomfortable, the pain right, that you were experiencing, sitting with not having the support. And that moment, all of what you deserved came to you mm. in that moment. Same thing as we talked about in the beginning with the fly, right? So the fly and myself, right? If we say, okay, it's okay that I'm here in this moment and I'm just going to receive what um, is owed to me, then all the possibilities are open at that point. Mm. Mm. You know, it, it also brings me uh, the idea of uh, attachment that how attached we are to our mm. work to, you know, mm. uh, this idea of doing something. And uh, this this is something created by our own selves. You know, we, we think that, okay, this is very important to me. So mm -hmm. I should do this. But these are all ideas. And as you beautifully said, Donna, that, you know, surrender can really help us maybe connect to something which is beyond coming from mm -hmm. a deeper level of awareness. That what is it mm -hmm. that, uh, you know, that deeper level of awareness wants us to do rather than, we attaching ourselves to different ideas. Okay, let's do this, let's do that. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a beautiful practice of surrender. And I totally feel, you know, as Charles, you were talking about those moments when you, when you will be in the flow. So I think for me, uh, I could uh, at that time also think of my moments of flow. And I realized that when I would surrender totally, that is when that flow arises. Mm -hmm. So it's a beautiful learning here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you, you mentioning attachments, interesting too, because there might even there be, because I was thinking of, as I was describing it, I was, I was like, there's this birth of, of that book or this, this thing like took shape. Mm -hmm. And then there's like another book of having it be something separate or tangible. Uh, and maybe on some level, there's, there is attachment there in the need for it to become something other than it already is within mm -hmm. me. Uh, because maybe it is like, and I think it is totally fully enough, simply as it is just existing in that, in that moment. And now as it's a part of my life and now is it, it's me sharing it here with you and that it, it would be really cool potentially to create it into something, but it also, it doesn't have to, um, actually that reminds me of some advice that I received from, uh, this a philosophy professor one time that I, I was lucky to have some conversations with and he had written several books and I asked him this was after I had the intention to write this book and I asked him his advice about writing a book and he was like my main piece of advice is to not write a book and that to me was like mm -hmm. 
it meant to me to let go of the need to make this thing or the like the any sort of external need or like trying to make it to fit a certain audience or trying to do it for any secondary instrumental outcome but that it will just it, it just will come naturally from you and that was his advice to me um which and I love the sort of pithy way that he said it to me because it's very memorable like oh just don't write a book and that's my main advice to you uh this is very valuable to me to kind of because this is something that generally only happens in my mind and for only short periods of time so it's funny how this uh group practice has kind of turned into my opportunity to share this with you both and have it reflected back to me um i was just noticing or remembering in the two minutes for me at the at two minutes slash one minute depending on who you are uh that I've, I've noticed a ton of like buzzing energy. And to me, that is like your presence here, Donna, with us. There's mm-hmm. something different that I was noticing, uh, which it could be interpreted as like nerves or, you know, I, mm-hmm. hope this, I hope this goes well for everyone here, but also mm-hmm. it's something really exciting to have a whole other human in the mix of this. Uh, and I'm wondering, what's it been like for you to just kind of be with us here in this space? And I, like, I feel that you totally just jumped into it and um, it's been really enjoyable for me. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm wondering just kind of what it's like for you to be here with us. Yeah. In this moment, I would say ease, right? I definitely feel a sense of ease. Uh, initially, um, prior to the call, <laughs> um, I was thinking, I was having some anxiety because I just wasn't sure of what to say. Uh, I I wanted some notes. (laughs) I wanted some bullet points um, to to kind of stay on track. And um, so I can certainly appreciate just, again, being present and aware and just being very thoughtful about how others how the two of you are feeling, what is coming up for you all. And um, so I, I appreciate the space that you are creating here. So thank you. Mm. Thank you Thanks for sharing that too, about the, mm-hmm. the anxiety that you felt coming into it and wanting some mm-hmm. more something to hold on. And I even felt mm-hmm. that in, in like our previous calls before recording, the, like the wish to, how can I say this differently to provide a little bit more structure And it's just Mm -hmm. almost, it's kind of impossible to Mm -hmm. say it in any other way than just, well, we're going to go in there and see what happens. Um, I think this also is surrender. I think this theme is coming up. Yes, Uh, I agree. This idea of uh, not having those uh, preconceived ideas in our mind, the information that we Mm -hmm. have, just surrendering that, surrendering our attachment to those ideas and just being here and seeing what comes up. So yeah, I think totally fits in. <laughs> mm-hmm. So how yeah. has it been for you, Sakup? Yeah, it uh, like this particular uh, episode, or are you talking yes. about the version? Yes, just having an, an additional person such as myself here. Oh, it's it's wonderful, and I feel the energy is amplified with your presence. So uh, usually, it's uh, when we uh, Charles and I are doing this 
together so we have you know we have this i don't i don't want to quantify it but it's like 2x the energy but now it's like not even 3x it's like 10x uh, yeah. you know to have you here in this session and to also i'm curious to see that how you experience this so because we both have been doing this so we know that how we usually experience this but mm-hmm. what is the experience of another person who is coming into the episode and how they are you know looking at this and i can uh, totally see your uh, level of ease and peace mm-hmm. you mentioned that uh, you you felt a bit anxious before the session but i don't see that right now you mm-hmm. totally I, mm-hmm. i can see that ease with which it is flowing so it's wonderful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh thank you for saying that yes it i i certainly feel um as if i'm in my element right um these are conversations that i certainly enjoy having um and to be able to have these types of this dialogue with you know individuals who are new friends um is quite meaningful and it's just really it really speaks to the endless possibilities of what we can do together yes absolutely. you know in terms of our culture right um so yeah it's very meaningful Mm-hmm. I wonder what it's been like for the listener too. Uh they might have gotten used to our mm-hmm. dynamic and to notice maybe even now as you're listening how this has felt different mm-hmm. for you and what kind of sense of energy you've noticed in your body because like what Sakib said I from the beginning I I like how you said you know 2x maybe with you and me and then like 10x cuz I agree I was noticing that oh what's all this uh feeling that I have um Mhm. So mm-hmm. kind of just beautiful to notice and experience in a different way. Yeah. I wonder what do you think now Sakib or if if we wanted to say anything before shifting in to a practice but it feels like a good maybe opportunity to shift into a practice um led by you in whatever way that you want to but I want is anything anyone else wanted to say before we do that? Well, I, before Sakab goes if I may just I, I would just say I just have so much gratitude. Um so the 2x that you all have been experiencing um you all have set the foundation um and really have put together something really special. Uh so kudos to both of you for doing this work. Um and and to you all it may not be work uh but it is very impactful to other people. um to your audience so i would say thank you for that and thank you for allowing me to to join you all today thank you I mean, so much mm-hmm. i feel really seen when you say that because it's something that only sakup and i have been doing for a while we get some level of interaction but it's it's mm-hmm. there's it's very special to have you in here not only participate but to give your feedback is very um mm-hmm. it's kind of filling to hear that so thank you oh you're welcome yeah and that amplifies our experience as well uh, you know that we earlier it was just that one minute of silence but now it's one minute of silence plus donna <laughs> so <laughs> it amplifies our experience and it was beautiful to experience that today so we shift into meditation now it sounds good ready 
Great. So to the listener, we will now shift into a short meditation. And as we end this session, and it's okay if you want to sit in any posture you want, and if you want to close your eyes or keep your eyes open. And the only thing is if you can keep your back straight, that helps to have a good posture for meditation. And then we will begin. And as we begin with the meditation, just surrender your body to this moment. Just notice how that surrender feels to you when you surrender your body to the moment. Observe the surrender of your head. What happens when you surrender your head? Does it relax? Or does it do anything else? Surrendering your mind. your neck, gradually surrendering your shoulders, your arms, your hands. Surrendering your chest, your abdomen. Your back, your pelvis. Surrendering your thighs, your knees. And then your calves and your feet. And then observe if there are any attachments in this moment. Maybe you might be thinking about being somewhere else. Maybe there are thoughts about relationship, work. Whatever those thoughts are, 
observe them as cords of energy connected to your body. trying to pull you in all directions. You now have the opportunity to cut those cords as you surrender to this moment. So in your mind's eye, you can visualize yourself removing those cords one by one, wherever they are in your body, in your mind. And then gradually your mind and your body are surrendering to this moment. Realizing that there is nowhere else to go, nothing else to do. Just being here and now. Totally enjoying the moment. And then gradually in your own time, you can bring your awareness back to your body, to the presence of your body in your surroundings. Moving your hands, your feet, you can then gradually open your eyes and come out of the meditation. Thank you for that, Sakin. Yes, My thank pleasure. you very much. Pleasure. Thank you. Namaste. Thank you, Donna, for joining us. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's Charles checking in one more time just to remind you that if you're interested in reaching out to Donna, her Instagram is I am Donna Jones, and her website is revolutionhealthstyle.com. 
Thank you for joining us in the What Is Now experience. We hope that you liked the episode. If there were any insights or ideas arising for you as you were listening to our conversation, then you can share those ideas through your comments. We would love to know. Stay tuned for the next episode. Namaste.